power got to Shlomo's head and unfortunately he lost his way. Hashem said directly to Shlomo. Some people say it was to a prophet. God spoke to Shlomo and he said, Since it has been like this with you and you did not keep my covenant and my statutes that I commanded you, I will rip the kingship from you and I will give it to your servant. However, in your days I will not do it for the sake of David your father. You'll retain your kingship, but from the hand of your son will I rend it. However, I will not rend away the entire kingdom. I will give one tribe to your son for the sake of David my servant and for the sake of Yerushalayim that I have chosen. Basically, the area of Yerushalayim, the south, would still be under Davidic family. The Lord established an adversary to Shlomo. In other words, the problem start, Hashem put up somebody to fight Shlomo. He was Hadad the Edomite from the descendants of the king of Edom. Edom is on the east bank, it's on the east of the Jordan, but really right next to Israel, just across the Jordan. This is what happened. It was when David was in Edom, when Yoav, commander of the army, went up to bury the corpses of the war, that he smot every male in Edom, he killed everyone. For Yoav and all of Israel had stayed there for six months until he eliminated every male in Edom. Hadad, however, fled. He and some Edomite men from his father's servants with him, and they helped him come to Egypt. At that stage, he was a young lad. They rose from Midian and they came to Paran. In other words, they headed southward through the Sinai Desert, part of which belonged to Edom, other parts of Midian, etc. And they then went until the northern border of Moab. And they took men, other refugees with them from Paran and came to Egypt, a pharaoh king of Egypt. He he gave him a house, assigned someone to provide food for him from government coffers, and gave him land. Remember, this seems to be the same pharaoh who gave his daughter Shlomo for marriage. Suddenly, Hadad is transformed from a refugee to a landowner. He found favor in the eyes of Pharaoh, and he gave him as a wife, the sister of his wife, basically his sister-in-law, the sister of Tafinas, the queen, Tachpenes. The sister of Tachpenes bore him Genuvat, his son. And Tachpinas weaned and raised him in Pharaoh's house. So basically this boy grew up as a prince. And Genuvas was in Pharaoh's house amongst the sons of Pharaoh, as he was the queen's nephew. Everything's politics. So Pharaoh gives his daughter to Shlomo, but his sister-in-law to this Hadad character. Hadad heard in Egypt that David had died and lay with his fathers and that Yoav had died. Hadad said to Pharaoh, send me and I will go to my land. Pharaoh says, but what are you lacking here? You have the best conditions. Why do you need to go back to your land, north, which is less productive, less impressive, and less culturally developed? Hadad said, lo, nevertheless, send me. In other words, Pharaoh, uh, the Hadad wants to go. It seems that Pharaoh agrees. He wants to make himself the future king of Edom. And this is, again, this is at the beginning of Shlomo's reign. So slowly but surely, he starts getting powerful. God established an adversary for Shlomo, a man named Rizon, son of El-Yada who fled from Tsova, his master. He gathered men to him, and he became a commander of a troop when David killed him 
when David killed that, the head of this troop. However, Rezan and his troop went to Damascus and resided there and made in Damascus. Basically, here's a second enemy. Enemy number one is Hadad. Another enemy is this character, Rizon ben al-Yada. He was an adversary to Israel all the days of Shlomo, along with the trouble of Hadad. He loathed Israel and he reigned over Aram, which is in the north. Rezon ruled from within Shlomo's empire, as Shlomo had built Tadmor, which is northeast of, of Damascus, and yet Shlomo did not respond. Rezon was a small little king who posed um, very little threat to Shlomo, but he did cause trouble. Shlomo did not send his armies to expel Rezon or Hadad. His, his soldiers were mainly focused on security. Another adversary comes up, and this one would eventually become the most severe, Yeravam ben Nevat, a Jewish person from the tribe of Ephraim, from the small town of Sereda. His mother's name was Tseruya, a widow. He raised his hand against the king. So orphan, but he manages to raise high in the ranks. This was the matter for which he raised his hand against the king. What happened like this? Shlomo built the Mila. Remember we mentioned it's to circle the city of David and the upper city. And in doing so, he closed the breach between the two sections of Jerusalem and the city of his father. In other words, before the construction, it was possible to enter Jerusalem from any direction. And its wall primarily served as an aesthetic purpose. Now it turned into a fortified city. Yeravam was a mighty warrior. Shlomo saw with regards to the lad that he was a capable worker, and he cultivated his talent and he appointed him over all the collection of taxes. As Yeravam was the type of Ephraim, so he was the collection of, he collected taxes from the family of Joseph. It was at that time that Yeravam went out of Jerusalem for some unspecified reason, and the prophet, Achia Hashilani, finds him on the road. One of them, it doesn't say who, was clothed in a new garment, and the two of them were alone in the field. He was wearing a salma, a long, wide garment. Achia grabbed the new garment that was on him, and he rent it into 12 pieces. He said to Yeravam, take 10 pieces to yourself from this garment. For so said the Lord God of Israel, behold, I will rend the kingdom from the hand of Shlomo, and I will give rule over 10 tribes to you. But the one tribe of Yehuda will be for him, Shlomo, for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Yerushalayim that I have chosen. This is because they have forsaken me and prostrated themselves to false gods, the Ashtoreth god of Sidonians, the Kemosh god of Moab, Milcom god of Ammon. They did not follow my ways, which were right in my eyes, to follow everything I told David and the way he followed me. I will not take the entire kingdom of his, uh, from his hand, he repeats, despite his sins, for instead I will set him as a prince. All the days of his life, Shlomo will still stay king for the sake of David, my servant, who I chose, who did everything I asked him to do. I will, make, I will take the majority of the kingdom from the hand of his son, and I will give it to you, Yeravim, the ten tribes. This is all Achia Shiloni, um, prophesizing God's word directly to Yeravim. But to his son I will give one tribe, so that it will be a kingdom for David, my servants, all the days before me in Jerusalem, the city that I have chosen for me to place my name 
there. Now, seemingly, if Yeruvam gets 12, 10 tribes and Yehuda gets one tribe, David gets one tribe, what happens to the 12th tribe? And the answer is that Benjamin was totally, its whole territory was within the tribe of Yehuda's territory. So it kind of submerges into one. You and I, you, sorry, you I will take and you will reign over everything that your heart desire and you will be the king over Israel. It shall be that if you heed everything I command you, follow my ways and do that which is right in my eyes to keep my statutes and commandments as David did, I will be with you and I will build you a lasting dynasty as I built it for David and I will give Israel to you. I will afflict the descendants of David for this because of Shlomo's actions, but their suffering will not last for ever, as eventually they will be restored to the previous state. Yeravam understood the prophecy as a promise of the future and did not attempt at yet to overthrow. But he did instigate trouble for the king, and Shlomo sought to put Yeravam to death, but Yeravam rose and fled to Egypt, to Shisha, king of Egypt. He was in Egypt until the death of Shlomo. Obviously seems to be a different part of Egypt, etc., Shishak was not from the Egyptian royal house. Obviously, it was easier for Yeruvim to find refuge with a king who did not have any marital ties to Shlomo. The rest of the matters concerning Shlomo and everything that he did in his wisdom, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of Shlomo? The days that Shlomo reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel were 40 years. Shlomo lay with his fathers, he died in peace. He was buried in the city of David, his father. Rechavam, his son, reigned in his place. And all hell breaks loose.